Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Housing for the Aged Action Group, Hague for short, a housing group for older people run by old people. Present Raise the Roof. We advocate for secure, affordable and appropriate housing. So listen up on the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 5.30pm on 3CR 855 on your AM dial. That's right, you're here at 3CR 855 on the AM dial listening to Raise the Roof with Fiona and Pam. How are you going today, Pam? I'm pretty good, thanks, Fiona. And how are you? I'm not too bad. I guess we're all a little bit still smarting from the election results on the weekend. Bit sad, yeah. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people out there that are feeling pretty despondent and Mm. disappointed Mm. and maybe feeling a little bit sad, but I thought it was a good opportunity for us to... um, think about the positives in the situation, which is that all of us need to be supporting each other and um, organising on a grassroots level. Because yes. the reality is uh, our policies haven't changed. We still will be fighting exactly yep, yep. for mm. better affordable housing um, for older people and for retirement housing improvements. Yep. So whatever government's in, HAG's position hasn't changed on yep. that. Nope. And being an aged person, nobody was going to give us anything. So we're, no, we're better off or no worse off. <laughs> That's right. So we've still got to fight. And I think one of the things that we need to remember is that um, – People who are the poorest and the most marginal in society are going to suffer the greatest under these sorts of regimes. And that means that we all need to band together and really work hard. And one of the ways that you can do that is by volunteering. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've been a volunteer for about 18 years. uh, What sort of volunteering have you done? Well, I started off with um, volunteering at community in community radio at um, a station over in Heidelberg and then I went to a station in Glen Huntley and I was the volunteer services manager there which I um, interviewed all the volunteers that came in they had over a hundred volunteers that um, operated that station which was pretty pretty important pretty good yeah Um, uh, they had people that did reception they had people that um, they trained to go on air and also um, people that organized social uh, functions um, lunches and things like that so yeah um, and uh, I always said too when I was on air that uh, uh, volunteers uh, run this country they really do and they save billions and billions of dollars I don't know what the figures are anymore I used to be able to quote the figures yeah and then I went down to Southern FM which is another community radio station down in Brighton and um, organized a few community programs down there which are still running Rotary Club Leo's Club um uh, the Central Bayside Health, which is, and they all use volunteers. Central Bayside Health have that huge, huge, huge volunteer organisation, like a lot of places have. You know, like we have, we, we've got 
quite a few volunteers at That's Hark, right, and 3CR is run by volunteers as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. 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 So yeah. so the reason that we're talking about volunteers is because it's National Volunteer Week this yes. week. Yes. Um, and we wanted to showcase some of the work that our volunteers do. So we have a couple of interviews with some office-based volunteers, but I also wanted to give a special shout-out to a lot of our bilingual volunteers. Yes. Um, so a few years ago we started working and with culturally diverse communities to raise awareness around housing issues for the older people in those communities. That is good. Yeah, and and what we found was that we really needed to tap into the networks. Yes. Yep, and the community leaders in various culturally diverse communities. Exactly, yes, for sure. Because word of mouth is the key, um, much more than any sort of advertising. Um, So we've now got a, a group of really awesome bilingual volunteers who go out to the community and talk about housing issues right? Um, and they also try to link in older people who may not want to um, go to mainstream services and and find out their options because they're scared or um, because they're unsure about the reception that they'll get. Exactly. Um, And so now with those volunteers they've started doing the aged care service navigator work as well. Um, mm-hmm. which is linking older people in with aged care as yeah. well as housing. That's wonderful because yeah. that's that's scary. It that is. That's scary stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're not going to get the service via the internet. Um, no. Or yeah. it's really important to have face-to-face information. Of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, and a friendly hand. That's just, right. Just to, you know, just to have somebody put out a hand and say, I'll help you, yeah. that makes a big difference. Yeah. You know, a really big difference. And and relying on the internet and, and even over the phone when you don't speak the language yeah. is really, yeah. really tough. Yeah, well, some of us oldies find it difficult with the internet because, mm. um, you know, you put something in and something goes wrong and you don't know, you know, you clever, smart Young ones, you know, you know what to do, but we don't. You know. Yeah, I just ring, I just sing out to my son, help. Yeah, I think you're the only one. There's a lot of kids out there doing tech support. <laughs> yeah. So what I thought we would do um, today for National Volunteers Week is listen to a couple of interviews, and the first, the first one that we have is. Um, from June mm-hmm. and Melissa. So nice. Melissa is one of our caseworkers. Yeah. Um, she is one of the people that houses lots of our clients. Mm-hmm. And June has been a HAG volunteer for 20 years wow. and she makes really fantastic quilts. So Excellent. we're going to listen to a little interview that we recorded earlier today. Um, but before that, we might just um, hear a bit of an announcement about Volunteer Week. It's National Volunteers Week and 3CR would like to thank the 400 plus amazing volunteers who power our radical radio, bringing you independent news, critical views and incredible specialist music programs. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What would Melbourne's airways be without you? You You all deserve deserve a gold star. 10 out of 10 3CR volunteers. 10 out of 10. Okay, so we're in the studio today with Melissa and June um, and it's National Volunteer Week and we thought we'd get one of our longest standing volunteers into the studio today to talk about some of the stuff that she does for our clients. And so we have June in today. How are you going today, June? Good, thank you. Yeah. So tell us about um, what you do for our clients. Uh, For Haig, I do patchwork quilts. Yep. Uh, I've been doing them now for... I've done probably done 200. 200? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, I started off doing them for family. Yep. And they all got one each and I thought, that's enough. I'm not doubling up. Nobody else is getting one. So 
I was involved with Hague at the time. Yeah. And asked, could they use them? Yeah. And from then, it just went. So can you just can you describe um, exactly how you make the quilts? So could you what can you for the listeners that haven't seen one before? What do they look like and what what's involved? Well, in it? I have one standard pattern yep. that I use now, which is makes it quicker and easier. I sew them all together. I do all the squares and lay them out and make them try to make them as symmetrical as I can. Yep. And uh, then I machine them. And then when I put them together with the wadding and the backing, I hand stitch, yep. which takes quite a bit of time. Wow. Um, and then when I get about 10 or a dozen, I ring my list and she comes out and picks them up. <laughs> so when you, you're making these quilts and they would be for people's beds or how big are they? Uh, they fit across a double bed. Oh, wow. They're huge. Uh, just fit across a double bed. and But they make wonderful knee rugs or to go on the back of the couch or... Yeah, you know, just for whatever. And and how do you get all the fabric? Uh, mainly, I well, I had stashes, what they call stashes, which is all my leftover scraps from previous jobs. And then I have a quite a big circle of friends who hand over all their scraps yep. that they no longer need. So basically, to me, the cost is very, very minimal. So they're all donated, really, donated yeah, bits of yeah. fabric. Mm. And how long does it take you to make one quilt? Oh, probably, I could make one in a whole day. Yeah. If I get it started early in the morning, I could finish it by night. Yeah. But I don't always stay at it for no. that length of time. So sometimes I get better offers. <laughs> like, would you like to come up the street for a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, when you're sewing the quilts together, do you have anything? Do you have people in mind that you're um, making them for? Or are you... No, not really. Like Melissa's got her clients. Yeah. And I just phone her up, and she comes out and picks them up and distributes them. And so, what was your motivation for doing it? What did you? Th- why did you want to start doing it? To want to help the people. Yeah. You know, I. I went and saw a couple of DVDs in at Hague, which were very sad DVDs. And I thought, gee, these people need help. Yeah. Um, and every little bit helps, of yeah. course. And so how was your? What, how did you first find out, find out about Hague? And your oh, well, I've been a member of Hague for about 20 years. Oh, wow. And um, I didn't know about the home at last. Well, the home at last, I don't think, was operated. Seven years ago. Seven. Yeah. The, the project and, was implemented. Uh, so then... Well, it was mainly since Home at Last was organised and got up and running mm-hmm. that I started doing them. Yeah. But I can't make quilts long fast enough to supply Melissa with all yeah. <laughs> enough for all her clients. Yeah, that's right. So, Melissa, can you tell me a little bit about the clients that you've given June's quilts to? Well, majority of my clients are really, we house them with one luggage maybe, then they really don't have much and we provide them with some material you know, um, furniture, beddings and all that. And when I show them, would you like one of these kills? It's, they're so colourful. I mean, it's hand- handmade. And I think in many cultures, handmade kilt as a present is very precious anyway. Mm. They just delight in their eyes saying, is it for me, the handmade? And they put one on the couch and they put on their... Um, niece and to you know while watching television one on the bed and if it really lifts the room up so they they just so appreciative and they they just can't believe that you know someone is actually hand making quilts for them so is that really personal touch very yeah yeah and so before they before they've come into um getting housed through you melissa what what situation are they in well they either um living with parents and families i work with a lot of um 
people from cult background, cultural and linguistically diverse background, they come as a refugees, but it's not tenable. It's no longer tenable living with families and children and grandchildren. They often sit in, live in the, um, sleep in the lounge rooms and the couch and things like that. Yeah. Couch surfing, really. Yeah. And so when they get their, when they get their new home and they get given a gift like this, um, do you think it, what do you think it means for them? They just, they just, first of all, so, um, appreciative that they finally have so they can live continue living independently as long as they can um, and age appropriately and in a healthy way and presents like that in someone making them for you without even knowing them is just they they really touched by it yeah, yeah so I really enjoy going and picking them up from and all I give her a box of chocolate in return, <laughs> yeah. which is not much. I get so excited, you know, and I email all my colleagues saying, we've got all the kilts again. Please give one to every client that you have. And, yeah. yeah. How many how many quilts do you think you've given out over the years? Oh, people? about about 200, yeah. 200, yeah. that's incredible, June. I'm kind of kind, contact for June now when she, she you know, yeah. contacts me and, yeah. yeah. And so, June, what did you do in your, in your working life, um, as a younger person? I worked in an office. Yep. Never did sewing. Um, I learned sewing at school. Yeah. Um, hated every minute of it. <laughs> and, um, but I, um, I also do um, knitting for an organisation in Mooney Ponds for babies who are unfortunate little people. Yeah. So I do blankets and jackets and beanies for them as well so and so you weren't naturally kind of attracted to the to the craft business I guess as a younger person but now as not a, no no as an older person you've Probably really got a bit more time now yeah. the children have grown up and gone and yeah and so can I ask how old you are I was 83 yesterday. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. So you're 83 years old and you and this giving um, spending your time like this for people is something that's obviously important to you. Um, so it's volunteer week. Do you, is there anything that you will be saying to our listeners about um, about volunteering like this in, if they were well, considering it? Well, I would like to see more people do it. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have got just as much time as I have and they don't do anything, which yeah. is sad, really. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I suppose it's not fair to say, well, because I do it, somebody else should. But uh, I just get so much enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And it fills in a day. And, and our clients certainly get so much enjoyment out of it as well. They do, they yeah. do, definitely. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming in today, June. It's That's been, my pleasure. It's been lovely. And we'll put some photos up on our website of some of the quilts so people, so listeners can see. Oh, right. Yeah, Thank can you. see the work because it's really gorgeous. And the hand sewing is incredible, the amount of time and effort. It's a lot of hand sewing. Yeah. And but I got onto a website um, I won't mention the name of the people because I don't know whether I'm supposed to be copying their pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright but, um, issues. <laughs> it's, it's just such an easy pattern and you can manipulate it to form whatever designs you want and, you know. It's but intention behind is counts the more, I think, that, yeah. you know, your willingness to 
contribute and I love it and and I think um, the crafts are coming back into fashion these days you see younger people um, picking up the sort of more old old style of thing people wanting to do it themselves and stuff so um, it's really important that those skills are passed on to the to the younger generation yes well. well when I go to craft shows I'm surprised at how many young people are there yeah which is really good yeah because that's the next generation and is there a tradition in your family of of quilting uh, both my daughters quilt. Do they? Mm. Yeah, that's great. And your mum? Did your mum teach you anything? No, mum mum sewed, but she well in those days nobody had quilts. No, um, not that type of quilt anyway. Yeah, yeah. And, and Melissa, what about you? Do you have any quilters in your family? No, I can sew only, not not quilt experience. But yeah, um, yeah I've actually never seen one handmade one until I saw um, June's yeah once, and I actually picked up about twelve today. Yeah, yeah. So that's another. Which is 12. really timely. I'm about to ask quite a number of people this month, so they're all gonna get one. Yeah, just the winter kicks in. Yeah. I was gonna say winter time is yeah. really yeah, appreciated, yes. and even in the office, I have to say sometimes our office gets a little chilly, and our workers will grab some of the quilts <laughs> and, <laughs> and put them over their knees as they're. Well, at the I computer. find that in the summertime I can't do them because yeah. having them across my knees, it's too warm. It's too hot. Mm. So yeah. I can see how they benefit from them. Yeah. And it might just mean they don't have to put their heater on at night. Save some money. Yeah. Which um, would be a good thing these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. It's nice to have some positive news after the quite sad election results on the weekend. Well, not a great birthday present not for talking, you, no, June. It wasn't. No, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we can look on the bright side and think about all of the great work that people like yourselves are doing um, for our clients and for the people suffering from unstable housing so it's fantastic and thank yeah. you again so much for all of the work over the years 20 years is pretty good yeah. and yeah. thank you for on, on behalf of all the clients so yeah. thank really you enjoy. Yeah. it's been a pleasure yeah it so has been. and i'll keep doing it whatever i can good on you june That's i'm great. doing diamond dot pictures where you make these pictures with beads oh wow i'm doing them at the moment and i, I worked on one all day last saturday Sunday morning, I couldn't move my hand. And I'm going, oh, my God, my hand's... Oh, I can't use my hand. <laughs> RSI from all the sewing. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you again, um, June, and thank you, Melissa, for, for arranging thank this you. today. And happy National Volunteers Week to everybody that's listening. And um, we'll now hear from one of our sponsors. The 3CR Radiothon is fast approaching. And this year, we're asking you to power Radical Radio. That's right. It's with your support that we're able to be independent, community controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon powers the station to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. 3CR Radiothon 2019. June the 3rd to the 16th. Power Radical Radio. Okay, so we just heard from June and Melissa um, and they were talking about the amazing work that June has been doing for a long time. And now we're going to hear from um, another one of our volunteers. So Susan has been coming into the office um, for us for a while and she's also trained up as one of the in-office volunteers to assist people with um, accessing 
the my aged care system. So if there's any people out there who are considering um, getting aged care, so when we're talking about aged care, we're talking about in-home support, not just nursing homes. So for example, you might have trouble doing the vacuuming or um, you might need some help with your shopping, shopping that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so people don't really know. We used to go to council. used to be able to just go pop down the council and find yeah, out. Yeah, that you can't do that now. Not anymore. No, so no. now these days you need to be registered on My Age Care. Um, yeah. And we have some in-house volunteers to assist with that and we're going to now hear from one of them. Um, her name is Susan. So I'm here today at the Housing for the Aged Action Group offices and I'm with one of our volunteers, Susan. Hi, Susan. Hi. So um, tell me, how did you find out about the organisation? I heard of HAG probably in the 80s when I was doing a community development course at, um, oh, it's Monash now, but I think it was called Chisholm or something, I'm not sure now. Um, and one of, our, one of our fellow students was uh, a worker at HAG and uh, also um, I worked in the community for many years in the inner south and uh, I came across HAG many times and I was always impressed by the work that HAG did. I was particularly uh, interested in homelessness and uh, issues around homelessness and uh, felt that HAG was doing a, a pretty good job. And so um, you are you retired now or um, are you semi-working or...? I'm not saying that I'm retired, but I did finish work over a year ago and uh, really thinking about what else I'd like to do and I thought a great way to uh, fill in some time, I suppose, and contribute would be doing some volunteer work for HAG and uh, so far it's, um, it's been a terrific experience. Oh, great. So what sort of things do you do when you're volunteering here? Um, I've opted to do some office space based work and that's been really interesting um, and has involved looking at a membership um, database. Um, I've also volunteered to be a volunteer uh, on the My Aged Care Navigator trial mm -hmm. and that's involved some really interesting training so I had the benefit of, of uh, uh, participating in that training so I've learned an awful lot um, and from that I hope to be able to uh, provide support to, to people coming in who are wanting to access my aged care so I'm looking forward to that to that role very much. Yeah and so professionally when you were um, in the workforce what was your background? I'm a registered nurse and worked mainly in the community as a community nurse in mental health and in aged care and when I finished that role I moved into research uh, uh, for many years so uh, yeah that's so you've got heaps of skills to offer HAG? Uh, well, I'm used to working with people um, in the community and people from all sorts of backgrounds uh, and abilities and uh, I suppose that does fit with, with HAG. Yeah, for sure. So it's National Volunteer Week this week and so we're talking to a lot of our volunteers. Um, have you volunteered at any other organisations or do you have any views about the importance of volunteering? Um, I, I haven't actually, so this is the first time I've, I've volunteered, but I did work with volunteers uh, in, the, in community health and at the Alfred where I uh, worked as a research nurse and the volunteers were an essential part of uh, the community um, health services 
um, in, in a whole range of, of ways, uh, transport, uh, social support, um, just informing staff too because often there were people that had, had access services or users of services themselves mm. so they were the best people to be able to give us feedback too about about how the services were going um, so yes I've, that's really been my, my level of experience with volunteers yeah. yeah and so if there was people that are listening today that would be interested in volunteering would you recommend that they get involved in HAG or we're at Ross House where there's heaps of places to volunteer have you got any anything that you would say to the listeners well HAG's terrific because it's it's convenient um, I actually really enjoy coming into the the city I'm sure that some people don't but I do um, and obviously public transport's easy um, the people here have been very, very welcoming. Um, it's been very clear. There's a, a clear roster. There are clear people that that to go to um, if you have questions. So that's you know you know you know where you stand, I suppose. Yeah. And uh, um, uh, I've had a lot of training, so that's been really helpful and interesting. So certainly, I recommend. Hag, uh, but I think there are many organisations. Uh, obviously, the hospitals, community services. There's just probably there's probably no end to, to yeah. ways that you can get involved. And I must say that um, while I've got many other things to do, social and things at home, family, whatever, um, coming in and volunteering actually gives me a different perspective on things. Gives me things to talk about with other people uh, and to talk to people about some of the really important issues that um, uh, people are having these days. Yeah, like housing. Like ha- particularly yeah. housing and the risk of homelessness, which is, you know, as people know, uh, is a really, really big issue. Especially for older women. Especially for older women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for your time and for the time that you've given the organisation. We really appreciate our volunteers and for people coming in. So thank you so much today, Susan. Thanks, Fiona. No worries. Okay, so we just heard from Susan, one of our office volunteers. Um, And so Pam, when you've come into the office, um, how have you found the atmosphere in there for volunteers? Uh, It's great. It really is good. Yeah, yeah. Everybody makes you feel part of the place and everybody makes you feel welcome. And nobody ever, ever has not got the time to to answer your questions, no matter how banal or silly or that they are. (laughs) No such thing as a silly question. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to hear from one more volunteer, um, and but, but before we do, her name's Sarah, but before we do hear from her, I just wanted to quickly give a plug to our general meeting, which is on tomorrow, Thursday, mm-hmm. um, and that is going to be an opportunity for everyone, um, all of the members to get together. Yep. We're going to uh, say thank you to all of our volunteers. Um, give out some certificates of appreciation for National Volunteer Week. But also we're going to show a film um, about some public housing in Sydney which was being redeveloped and the residents got together and basically turned their um, high-rise into an art piece. Oh, interesting. Mm, cause Very it's, good. Yeah, because it seems like art is more appreciated um, than yes, housing. <laughs> yes, yes, you're <laughs> so, not wrong there. Yeah, so it was a yeah. really creative way to for the residents to get together and to um, kind of resist, I guess, the yeah. redevelopment. So we'll be showing that as well and having some popcorn and having a chat um, and hearing about the latest from HAG. So if you're around and you're in the city and you want to pop on, it's at Ross House, which is on 247 Flinders Lane. And we'll be on on the fourth floor, right, only a very, very short walk from Flinders Street Station. So come on down if you're around. Um, And now we're going to hear from our last volunteer, um, Sarah. 
So I'm sitting here in the Hag offices with one of our volunteers. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. So can you tell me um, how you found out about Housing for the Aged Action Group? I was watching a program last year and the year before called um, Filthy Rich and Homeless. And the last year's um, program um, affected me because that's when I found out what an epidemic there is in women over 50 who are homeless. Yeah. So I started to do some research and I found HAG. Oh, great. And so what made you want to volunteer? Because you wanted to do something for that cohort of people? or I volunteered for five years with the RSPCA and I thought I could deal with humans again. <laughs> And can you deal with humans again? Apparently I can. Yeah. I mean, you're better to answer that question than I am. So what's the sort of things that you do when you come in here? Um, everybody's dog's body, which is fabulous because there are things that need to get done in an office that there isn't enough time for everybody to do and also not so important as far as their jobs are concerned and I'm more than happy to take on those roles of cutting out little bits of paper and sticking things and whatever whatever's asked of me. And what's your professional background? What did you do in your working life? Um, I've had a few lives. Um, I was in retail for a, a long time and I actually had a um, cafe deli in Ackland Street and then I um, decided to go into the office environment and did a computer course and I've done lots of work for as an executive assistant or a personal assistant and also uh, at doing all the finance and admin in schools. Yeah, so you've got lots of good admin skills to bring and we really appreciate that. And I'm really good at sticking things and you, cutting out bits of paper. You're great at that admin <laughs> stuff, we love it. Um, so it's National Volunteer Week. Um, is there anything that you would like to say to our listeners about volunteering in particular? Is there anything, if you were going to recommend volunteering, what would you say? I'd say it brings a lot of satisfaction I'm retired so I have a lot of time on my hands and it makes me feel as though I'm wanted and and valued and it's helping in areas that people need help. Yeah and we really appreciate your work so thank you so much Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so you're here with Pam and Fiona and you've been listening to Raise the Roof on 3CR. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And yes. go on, Pam. And, uh, and we've been talking all about volunteering. We have been. Which is brilliant. Yes. So for anybody that wants to volunteer, they can contact the office um, at Housing for the Aged Action Group. There's yeah. also an online form if you're a little bit internet savvy and you want to fill out the form. Yeah. Um, you're most welcome to do that. Our phone number is 9654 7389. So you've been listening to 3CR and we'll see you next fortnight. Bye, Pam. Bye.